0: Greetings BMW Motorrad fans, Andy Dukes here and welcome to episode 13 of Ride & Talk, the BMW Motorrad podcast. Well, it's nearly here. The International GS Trophy 2020 is just around the corner and we've not got much longer to wait until the action begins right over in New Zealand. Around the globe the excitement is growing, participants are training hard and fans the world over are wondering what the 7th edition of the trophy will bring. For the organisers, it's full steam ahead as they make final preparations to ensure that everyone has their ride of a lifetime over in New Zealand. Back in December, I managed to get project lead Emily Deal-Tealer on the line for a quick chat. Here's what she had to say. So, hi, Amelie. Great to have you on Ride & Talk. At the time of speaking, it's the middle of December. How long have you got to go before you head out to New Zealand?
1: Andy, it's uh, unbelievable. I'm leaving to New Zealand the 10th of January already to prepare everything um, before our participants will arrive in New Zealand. So, pretty short time frame.
0: Well, at least you've got Christmas at home with the family. So that's fantastic. Now, judging by all the buzz online on social media, there's been a lot of rider clothing and equipment dispatched across the globe. People have been posting pictures of it all over the place. Everybody seems really happy. You must be exhausted. How many kit bags have been packed and and what exactly do they contain?
1: Yeah, that was unbelievable. And we are so happy that the participants received their kit bags before Christmas, like an early present. Um, but, uh, honestly, we've been packing 170 bags, uh, all in all for all the participants, media stuff. It was, uh, unbelievable. And it, uh, takes us a lot of time because all the packs are backed with a lot of love and amazing equipment. I think one bag contains more than 53 own parts. So it's unbelievable and every pack is so unique. So I hope participants enjoy and like it.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Just exactly, just for people listening who aren't lucky enough to go to the trophy, what have you got in each kit bag then?
1: So of course we have, BMW provides a high quality ride equipment through its own accessory product line. Um, And we have also functional clothing being supplied by our new corporation partner Equip Germany with its brand's Rad and low alpine. So a pretty, pretty good mix of things people need in New Zealand.
0: For those who are riding in the trophy, what's in their bags?
1: In their bags, they will find the new rally suit competition consisting of a jacket and some trousers. Of course, the new rally gloves, some Enduro goggles, some functional socks, a back protector vest from BMW Motorrad, really uh, good for back and chest protection, and an easy tube for protecting their neck. And of course, some functional wear, that's always good.
0: So there are lots of other people who are traveling with the trophy. What have they got in their
1: bags? Their bag also contains um, some really cool functional wear, Uh, A few things are branded with our Geostrophy logo, for example, the hoodie or a really cool functional jacket. But um, as you know, Andy, our participants and also the media, they are camping. So in their bags, they all find a tent and a sleeping bag and a small pillow um, that they have it warm and uh, cozy in their tent in New Zealand.
0: Okay, now I've seen the uh, videos of all the equipment that goes into those bags and I've seen all the participants or many of the participants post on Facebook and Instagram about uh, how pleased they are to get these bags. How difficult was it, honestly, to pack all that kit in?
1: It took us a long time, but um, as I said... uh each bag is packed with a lot of love and each pack is really bagged, um, packed individually. And it was really cool to see, um, to ship them all over the world and participants receiving their bags with so much joy, unboxing them and uh, pushing out their videos and photos on Instagram and social media. That was so cool to see. And also, we really, really appreciate um, them feeling so glad about the things they received.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's been fantastic to see all that unfold. Now, it seems also that many of the teams have already connected online. You can see that clearly by all the social media buzz. And of course, thanks to all the communication via the brand channels as well. We feel like we already know quite a lot of the participants for 2020. That's something that seems to grow every year, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the people, even if they don't know each other, are already connected via the social networks. And even we are already connected with them. So even if they, if you just know uh, him or her by, by Facebook or Instagram, it feels like, you know, everybody forever and uh, they also find each other very good together answer themselves questions so it's a really really good team spirit already on the social networks and i think everybody can't wait to see um, the other people live
0: yeah there's a certainly a lot of excitement that's buzzing around but what about you personally amelie i mean it's your first time on the project team and you've been so busy i imagine it's been a really steep learning curve for you
1: Right, Andy, I mean, I'm on the project um since one and a half years already, but it was really the shortest preparation time ever for a trophy, and so I really had to learn fast and um yeah, but I think it's really a it's a chance and it's also um a big big advantage for me to be part of such a big team and project. And I'm just looking forward to it. I mean, I feel immediately when I entered the team, I felt like I'm part of the GS Trophy family. And as you know, I'm also a um, passionate GS rider. So I think I'm already part and my proof sign I will get after the trophy when it's done
0: absolutely yeah i mean you know you're new to the project team for sure but you've been with the brand a long time already i was trying to work out when we first met how many years ago that was do you remember
1: yeah i think it was eight years ago already I think my first my first time Motorrad days when we met was 2011. So yeah, as you said, a long time for me with BMW Motorrad, and of course I had a lot of touch points with the GS Trophy, but I wasn't part of the team. I was responsible for other things, for example, like for product placements. But um, that's also something I really really love about BMW Motorrad and uh, my job, that it's so diverse and there are so many things you can explore and you can inspire um, by yourself. And yeah, to be now. Part Part of the trophy team, it's really a big honor for me.
0: Yeah, and what a great time to actually be part of that with New Zealand just on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. And and of course, I can sense a real excitement within the company. How's the feeling from your side? Is everybody really excited, really positive about what, you know, what lies ahead?
1: 100% I think um, it's really a big honor for all of us to, um, expire new countries, uh, within the GS Trophy and New Zealand is really for us Europeans, the farthest place on earth you can go. It's, uh, directly on the other side of the world and to, um, yeah, explore new culture, new countries, new territories. That's such a, um, yeah, big thing for us personally that, um, yeah, that's just, that's just amazing. Yeah,
0: so we've already spoken about the excitement across the world and the expectations for this 2020 edition. But what about you personally? What are you looking forward to most?
1: I think uh I can't wait to meet our participants in person. As we talked about, I just know them from social media, but really see how uh they are live and how they are performing and um, how they come together with different uh, languages and cultures and how they really perform as a team. I think that's the most, uh, for me personally, the most, um, exciting thing to see. And of course, I, I'm excited to see how everything work out, uh, what we've, um, worked on for one and a half years now. I'm really looking forward to, um, yeah, bring the project to life.
0: Yeah, I mean, as we said, you've spent plenty of time over in New Zealand already preparing for the upcoming event. When this podcast comes out, you'll already be there and you'll be staying there until everybody else arrives. I've never been, so I can't wait to go. But but from your perspective, just how good a destination is it for GS riders?
1: I think New Zealand is the perfect destination. I mean, we have been there to um, prepare the event. Of course, we have been there also with motorcycles. And for a motorcycle rider, I think it's the perfect terrain we have everything from zero to 30 degrees you have um you find gravel roads but you also find sand you can ride on the beach that's l- really allowed that's such a variety of nature and such a variety of terrain you can ride um i've never seen on one country on earth until today,
0: yeah. I mean, I was blown away by the photos from one of the Rockies earlier this year. I felt, <laughs> yeah. I felt quite jealous that nobody uh, needed me to go along and carry their bags. But there you go. What about you personally, though? I mean, you talk about riding on the beaches, riding in the mountains. Have you been brushing up mm-hmm. on your own riding skills?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean. Um I started when I started motorcycle riding when I was seven years old, but of course I, um, wasn't allowed to go on the street. So I started with off-road riding, but I mean, um, my skills off-road. I definitely needed to train them to go, um, on a pre-round in New Zealand, but I think we have so many good partners and enduro parks where we can, uh, find similar terrain and where we can train our off-road skills. And I think I'm very well prepared and I was glad to do the off-road pre-trip. And I'm just happy for all the participants. They have the chance in 2020 to ride the tracks in New Zealand because they will absolutely blow their minds.
0: Absolutely. And now I'm sure you won't be doing too much riding over there because you've got so much organizational things to sort out.
1: The organization team We will be in uh, organization cars and just be on-site organization, everything in the background that the participants feel absolutely secured and prepared and can 100% enjoy their event.
0: Well said, well said. Now, listen, finally, Amelie, there's no point staging an epic adventure like this, unless, of course, we're sharing it with the watching world. There's a lot more people watching than participating, of course. So what have you got lined up for all the GS fans out there so so that they can feel really connected to the action throughout the duration of the competition?
1: I think for all the people out there, even if you haven't had a chance to go to New Zealand, I think even watching our content, even watching our teams enjoying New Zealand will give you um, an amazing impression of this beautiful country and maybe uh, give you an idea for your next motorcycle trip.
0: That's brilliant. Well, listen, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Best of luck for the remainder of the preparations and I'll see you on the other side sometime in early February.
1: Thank you very much, Andy. Looking forward to see you on the other side of the world. See you soon, Andy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: And then just a few days ago, I caught up with project manager Matthias Horn in Munich before he set off on the long, long journey to Auckland. Here's what he had to tell me. Okay, so now I'm in Munich in person with Matthias Horn, project manager, International GS Trophy. How are you doing, Matthias?
2: Hey, good morning, Andy. I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for being here.
0: No problem at all. Well, we're in the middle of January. We're less than three weeks from the start of the trophy, so you'll be flying out soon, I imagine. Yeah, that's right. It's only a couple of days to go, and I cannot wait to, to go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. You know, it's been a long time coming for you. There's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes. I mean, over the past year or so of preparations, how long have you spent over there?
2: You know, and it basically, GS software preparation starts directly after finishing the last ones, um, which means that it's more or less um, 20 months since the last one. So uh, we started preparing immediately after that. Um, And during 2019, I've been uh, three times to New Zealand. Um, Of course, it's quite far from Munich. But anyway, how we need to check several topics. Uh, You need to check the the routes. You need to check all the locations. You need to talk and discuss with suppliers and, uh, of course, official authorities. Um, And there might be some things that you cannot do on the same time. So when you check first the locations, then uh, other people start scouting the, the routes. And then you have to come back again and check the roots um, so it's a lot of a lot of things to do but uh, we did it
0: Yeah. so there's a there's a whole team over there already um, What what's actually happening now in terms of preparations then
2: Um, So what's currently happening is uh, that the bikes have arrived and um, my colleagues are already uh, in New Zealand and they are preparing the bikes. They make sure that they get registered in New Zealand and that are more or less the last uh, preparations
0: we do for the start of the International GS Trophy 2020. And, of course, in terms of the routes, the routes are a, a closely guarded secret. But I imagine, sure. I imagine that the, the Marshall scouting will be happening pretty soon. So uh, what exactly happens during that? Without, without giving us all the uh, secrets, what happens during the scouting? Yeah, on the Marshall scouting,
2: there happens, of course, a lot. But the main purpose is, of course, that all marshals uh, get to know the routes. You know, at this point of time, there are like less than 10 people that have ridden the GS Trophy in advance so if you need marshals that guide our teams through New Zealand they get they have one chance to learn more about the route to ride it once before they ride it with together with the with the teams um so that's the main purpose to ride the routes to see what's happening during the GS or what will happen during the next international gs trophy and of course to check out special stages to check out some more logistics how it is working because you know we've also this uh, this journey from the north to the south island that i think we need to find out with a couple of number of bikes how is that going so a lot of things we need to need to check out on the on the marshall scouting
0: and you're one of the most experienced guys in terms of the number of trophies that you've been at. Um, what what makes it such a unique event in your perspective, the GS Trophy?
2: First of all, it's never the same. That if, if I compare other events, you have a lot of things that are the same in terms of... Um, of the things that happen, but the GS Trophy, it's it's always always new, a new country, new challenges, new people, um, but they are all unified by the love to the GS, by love to ride a, a GS off-road, and uh, that
0: makes it very very special for me. Just tell me what the final number of teams is in this trophy, because every year there are more teams. It's how many? So I'm very proud to say that we have increased our number of teams to
2: 23, including two international female teams. Um, But 23 doesn't mean that there are only 23 nations. In total, we have some mixed teams, um, which means that the number of nations is quite higher than 23.
0: As it continues to do that, just to keep growing, how do you cope with the, the increasing complexity of the logistics of such an event? Yeah,' it's,
2: compared to the other ones, events in, in New Zealand, we have now a new, completely new challenge. The first thing is that we do not have a loop anymore, which makes logistics. Even much more complicated. So everything we 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 put on location, we need to carry with us. That's the first thing. And in terms of increasing the number of of participants, means we have more bikes, we have more marshals, uh, we have more stuff on site. So the number of, of 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 the entire group is also increasing, which makes it even more challenging to handle all those people, to handle all the locations, all the suppliers. Um, but of course for the participants it's quite nice because they meet
0: so, so many international people um, and that's amazing for them, I guess. And just remind us again, which countries and teams we'll be seeing for the first time in trophy action?
2: You need to, to differentiate because we have some teams that have been participating in the past and will be back in 2020, which is uh, Italy and which is which are the Nordics, honestly, because this is the mixed team's. Uh, mixed team, and then of course we have uh, completely new teams, which is the Southeast Asian team, which is the team from the Middle East, which is the North North African team, and which are the Netherlands. It's
0: absolutely brilliant, and of course you must be really pleased that there are again two international female teams competing as well, which is which is great for the action and the atmosphere.
2: Yeah, the female teams they uh, are participating since 2016, and the ladies they bring such a good spirit into the into the entire crew, into the entire uh, group, and uh, they show they show the boys how to ride the GS
0: absolutely. And of course, there have been so many GS riders all over the world who've tried to win a place, but maybe didn't make the top three on their national qualifiers, but still very much part of the scene. Do you know if any of them will be joining the Follow the Trails tours that are happening?
2: Yeah, I know a lot of people that participated other trophies or that tried to win places in the qualifiers. They, uh, Some of them have booked uh, places in the Follow in the Trails, whether it's New Zealand or it's Mongolia or it's South Africa or Thailand. Um, but the offer that BMW Motorrad does together with its partners is quite amazing because people have the chance to ride rewrite the gs trophy without being in a competition just being relaxed on the vacation, enjoying a gs ride in a pretty nice country on the best off-road uh, tracks that you can find there
0: How soon after the trophy is the Follow the Trails tour starting?
2: We're starting in uh, in New Zealand, of course, um, which is approximately a week after the GS Trophy has finished. I think it's five days, five or seven days, but it's uh, quite, quite uh, directly after the GS Trophy has finished. uh, We start with Follow the Trails.
0: And how many individual tours are, are happening after the trophy? Uh, on the follow trails, we have currently eight tours happening
2: for for uh, New Zealand. Um, but if you look on the entire offer that we make, we have of course Mongolia, which starts which starts in June. Then we have uh, Thailand in um, approximately November, and we have of course
0: and, and at the same time uh, South Africa. Wow! I mean. <laughs> It all sounds fantastic. I wish I could join at least one of these, but I don't think my wife would forgive me for staying away from home any longer. I I just need to tell her uh, that's your job. (laughs) Okay, good call. But for those listening now who are really keen to follow every day of Trophy Action, I think... I believe you've done lots of planning to make sure we bring as much of the trophy to those watching around the world so what, what what arrangements have you put in place regarding you know daily highlights live streams social media updates results
2: yeah as you as you just mentioned Andy we, we do of course a lot so first of all we have the, the classic social media channels uh, which is Facebook which is uh, Instagram on both channels we have uh, daily videos highlight videos and of course a lot of uh, Facebook's live so we try to be Um, more or less live to be live every day we have the the picture voting on on both channels Um,
0: yeah just to clarify about the picture voting competition which happens twice during the international gs trophy it's a massively popular part of the trophy because it allows the gs community around the world to interact with the trophy participants and have a direct influence on the overall scores because votes means points for your team after all The photo competition has been running since 2012, I believe, and it's now become a permanent fixture at every trophy. Basically, how it works is that on days two and four of the International Trophy 2020, the teams themselves are busy photographing all aspects of their adventure in New Zealand. The subject matter of these pictures is entirely up to the teams. It could be something funny or an amazing landscape, a unique aspect of local life, or maybe an incredible action shot. Each team then submits their best photo at the end of both days of the competition. All of the team's photos are then all posted together on the GSTrophy.com website for you to vote on, and then you get to do it all over again a second time with a new set of photos. The two important dates for your diary are the 11th and 13th of February, because these are the two individual days when you can vote for your favourites but only during the 24-hour voting window for each of the two competitions. The photos themselves are posted without any author credit, so the idea is that you vote for the best photos rather than just backing your favourite team. But as in previous years, the teams always find ways of revealing their identities one way or another. The teams will then be awarded points each time towards their overall competition score in accordance with their performance in the votes. And believe me, in these competitions it really can make a difference to the overall rankings. So get these dates in your diary. 11th and 13th of February and make sure you and all your friends family and colleagues get your votes in for both voter competitions via gstrophy.com and there's loads of other general information available online of course Matthias and yeah we we send out
2: a lot of press releases so we try to spread information about the GS Trophy on the most on the most efficient way
0: and you've got a whole film team over there and you yes. you've, have you arranged for sort of satellite links and things like that? Because of, as usual, we'll be going to some pretty remote, obscure places where you can't always get a good connection otherwise, can you? Yeah, that's
2: right. It's quite challenging sometimes. Uh, Mongolia. If I look at Mongolia, where we did it the first time, that was flat. That was very easy to get satellite connection. Um, New Zealand changes a little bit because we have a uh, absolutely uh, var- absolutely variety of of landscapes. So we have a lot of mountains, and we do our best to uh,
0: to come online. So any idea what the temperature is going to be like at the start of the trophy, effectively at base camp, where people are? How should people pack and how should people sort of uh, prepare?
2: Uh, Earlier earlier this morning, we were talking about uh, my experience on a GS trophy and on all three GS trophies. Uh, the normal weather forecast was not the one we uh, got on the on the GS Trophy weather. It was Canada, which, where we got snow in, in in September, or Thailand, where it was massively raining in uh, end of February, or even in Mongolia, where we had snow on the on the pre day of the GS Trophy and minus degrees. Uh, so I won't make a won't make a guess on this, or or even a bet, but. Uh, Probably will be quite quite sunny and, and, and summer in New Zealand. Um, but as I said, I have uh, ridden the GS Trophy route for 2020. And we start in, in the north, which uh, seems to be quite warm. But there might be the chance that we face uh,
0: even colder temperatures on the South Island. Okay, so... Uh expect the unexpected is the best advice that i can give you Anyway, well listen thanks ever so much for talking to us matthias things are ramping up now we can't wait for it to begin have a safe journey across to new zealand and uh, i'll see you on the other side thank you any so there you have it final preparations are underway the marshals are over there already scouting the routes the bikes are undergoing final checks the film and media teams will soon be arriving All we need now are all the lucky participants, and the spirit of GS will truly be alive and kicking in New Zealand. Be sure that we'll bring you as much of the action, the joy, and the background stories as we can. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Andy Dukes. It's sunny outside, and there's a motorcycle waiting to be ridden. See you next time on Ride & Talk.